being a reseller can be lonely and at times downright defeating. Let me explain. So when you work a normal job, you go to work, you often have coworkers and you say hi to them. You may or may not like them, but you have, you get that interaction with them, right? But when you work alone and when you're, especially if you don't do this with like your husband or or your wife or with your partner of any kind, um, I do this alone. My husband cannot care less about me reselling other than I make money. As long as I'm making money, he doesn't care about the rest of it. Um, although I do talk to him about it and he his eyes glaze over a little bit and then I'm so I only subject him to a minimum of it. But you know, it's when you're first starting out and you don't know anybody, especially if you have people around you who think this is not real and that you can't make any money at it and that, you know, why don't you get a real job? Why don't, you know, like my friends are nice and they're like, well, if you quit your job, because I did quit my job a couple months ago, well, you know, you could always get a part-time job if you need to. And it's like, they don't quite understand that I don't, I wouldn't need to because unlike a job for somebody else, I get to call the shots here. And unlike some businesses, this business, as long as I put in the work, it'll continue to pay off. And that's really what it comes down to is you have to put in the work for it to continue to pay off. It's not passive in any way. And I think some people think that it kind of is like they post a few things and they sell them. And I know they don't really think it's going to be passive, like creating an ebook and selling it over and over again. That's truly passive income. But I think people expect to sell lots when they're only posting here and there maybe answering questions here or there, being very um, part-time about it. And and really, you get back what you put in. So if you put in a bunch of hard work, you're going to get a bunch of money back. Now, what you're selling depends on the amount of money you're getting back. Some are going to kill it and make a lot of money all, all at once. And some will make a little bit over time. And or make a lot over time. And that's okay. It doesn't matter what your strategy is. It doesn't matter what your business model is. It doesn't matter if you even have a business model, I think, at the beginning. I think if you're just trying to figure out what you're doing, then figure out what you're doing. Make mistakes. Um, My last episode, I talked about um, paying people for their reseller knowledge. And I can see why people do it, although I won't I wouldn't recommend it because you lose you lose something. You know, that person made mistakes, but that person did what that what that person did, right? They didn't necessarily do what you're going to do or mistakes you're going to make. You know, maybe you need to make the mistakes cuz you might be able to find a better process or a better way. And if you buy their process or their way, you may never stumble upon what you were basically meant to stumble upon, I guess. Um, I I don't like following anybody's instructions. I'm just one of those people that if you give me a recipe, I, I read through it once and then I modify it. Then I make it my own because unless it's one of those prepared uh, meals you get in the mail and it's like all 
the portions are all there. Then I pretty much cook it to a tea unless they leave stuff out and then I have to be creative, which luckily I am. But sidebar, <laughs> um, it, I am just one of those people that you can tell me a solution and I'm going to make it different. I'm going to try to make it a different way in my head because I want to do it my way. I don't want to do it necessarily exactly your way. And I know that it bothers people when I do that. And that's okay. You know, they, they have their own way to do things. Some people want to just be dictated to. I'm not that person, you know. And so I think that's why I wouldn't do well with buying a course or whatnot. And then really buying their course, you're giving them money. And you have to really think about why are they making this course? You know, they always say it's out of the goodness of their heart and they want to share it. Well, if it was really a, truly out of the goodness of their heart, they'd share it for free. They just would. And there are plenty, plenty. And I, I find pretty much all the big, big sellers are, are the ones I respect and follow. They don't charge a dime because they're making money outside of that. You know, if you have an Instagram following, you can monetize that. If you hire YouTube and have a pretty good YouTube following, you can monetize that. It's not big money, but it is a stream of income. Um, I think it can be big money on YouTube. It depends. I know those uh, gamers, they make bank. And I wish that, I mean, I love games and I love video games, but I'm not like those guys that are playing those first person shooters and making a ton of money about other people watching them play those first person shooters. It's a sweet job. <laughs> I will have to admit, I would love making money playing a video game all day. That would be great. But if you are like me and that's not in the cards for you, then, um, yeah, then you're doing it on your own. And I honestly, I highly encourage it. Make your mistakes. Make bad buys because that's okay because you're going to do that. Even if you take their course, you're going to have bad buys. You're going to make mistakes and it's not going to safeguard you against that. And also, like I mentioned in the last episode, that it it really depends on where you live. Certain things, you're going to find certain things in your area that that person may not know about, or they may basically tell you to find a certain thing, but you can't find it in your area. So, and then you're trapped trying to find that area, that trying, trying to find that item, and honestly, you just hit or miss. Learn how to look up comps, because that's going to be your best friend. And comps are comparable sales, and um, and most people that have been doing it for longer than a couple months understand the whole comps thing. That if you find something, look on eBay, look on Poshmark, look on Macari, whatever the platform you you're looking to sell on, find that item or something very similar to it, and see what it's selling for. Now that doesn't mean it's that's what you have to charge for it, or you can charge up or charge down from it. Um, and that, oh, I guess that wasn't my last one. There was one, last one was fast nickel or a little <laughs> fast nickel, slow dime. But the one before that is what I'm referring to is the one about the reseller selling. My bad. I'm a little jumbled today. Anyway, so. So it depends on your your strategy, if you're trying to sell fast or trying to sell slow. And there are pros and cons of both. 
And honestly, I think I'm going to be a little bit of both. Like on some things, I'm okay with letting it go fast. And on some things, I'm going to hold on to it and wait. Um, Because certain things are worth waiting for, depending what it is. But um, like if you find something that's super rare, hold on to it. Don't just offload it. But if you're finding, you know, things that are bread and butter type items like loft and banana republic and i mean there are certain some things i will pick up in both those brands or lucky brand or you know whatnot the things that are pretty common that you come by often those i understand letting go really quickly because you come by them often it's not like they're a rarity but the stuff that's super rare you might want to hold on to it a little bit longer and then try to sell it But back to my main part of this whole episode is it's lonely and your spouse may not understand, your parents may not understand, your friends may not understand, but the reseller community does. So create an Instagram account if you haven't already for your business and um, follow other resellers, engage with those other resellers, Um, engage with me, that'd be great. And I'm on Instagram under Vandy's Closet, all one word. And uh, also, you know, watch YouTube. I find it really, what's the word? Comforting. You know, I watch a lot of haul videos. And I don't necessarily watch them. I listen to them. I, I, I see what they're holding up. But I listen to the brands they're talking about. And I hear their stories. And, and I, you kind of get a snippet of the kind of personality they have. And it's interesting to me because it's almost like while I'm doing something like taking pictures or posting or, or um, measuring or whatnot, it it almost feels like you have a friend, even though they're not, even though they don't know who you are, they don't even know you exist maybe, but it's that person, it's comforting because that person's talking and they're, they seem like they're talking to you, they're talking to their audience, but it seems like they're talking to you. And so at that point, you can kind of pretend a little bit and it feels like you're less alone. At least it does to me. I mean, try it out. L- listen to a couple haul videos and see if it makes you less alone. And then you learn something at the same time. So it's really killing two birds with one stone. You learn about more brands which you should be watching YouTube videos anyway, because I watch a ton of them and I learn a ton. Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know half the big brands I, the, or the good brands I've come across had I not watched them. You know, I didn't know who Salvatore Ferragamo was. No idea. I had no idea who Tony Lama is. No idea. I mean, I still don't know who that if that was a real person or not. But I know the brand and I know that it sells pretty good. And so if I see it and I see it's in good condition, I pick it up. And that's really the name of the game. You're learning more brands and then maybe you feel less alone, you know. Um, But don't get defeated in your social media. Um, Some people are going to grow those really fast. I'm not that person. For whatever reason, I just... I don't, I don't know if it's my personality or what, that I have a really hard time growing my Instagram or growing my YouTube channel. Um, I have 
although I've done better with my Instagram than I have with my YouTube channel. Uh, YouTube, I have like 207, I think, people following me now. And on Instagram, it's about seven, a little over, I think it's a little over 1,700. And I mean, there are people out there that have 37,000. And, you know, they have some good pictures and I think they tell stories better. And I think that's really where I, I, um, that's my drawback is I'm not good at telling stories in Instagram. Like I'm good at telling you a story right here. Like I could tell you a story and have inflect and tone and make it funny maybe. Um, But when it comes to writing it out, I kind of lose my voice. And so that's one goal I'm working on for 2019 is to uh, grow both of those. Um, although since I am talking on YouTube, it I don't know. Maybe I'm just not engaging enough, whatnot. I don't know. So I had to figure that out. But I plan to figure that out by the end of 2019. And hopefully I can grow my channel. And I think being more con- consistent in posting videos will greatly help me on YouTube. I'm pretty good at posting on Instagram. But yeah, so if you feel alone and you feel like you're kind of on an island by yourself, you're not. We're with you. We're just in our own little islands <laughs> near you. So put your dinghy out and come on over to our our islands and then um Maybe we can comfort each other that way. And I hope that you find this somewhat informative or helpful in any way. And leave me a voice message and um, let me let me know if you want me to talk about a certain um, subject. I would be happy to do that. Thank you for listening. <laughs>